Welcome to the Jack and Stacy Show, and I'm Stacy's son Clark, and here to tell you about it. There are two women wrestling with things of this broken and beautiful life. Each week, they will tackle a topic in a transparent, sometimes distracted, but always fun way that hopefully encourages and challenges you. They will break down each topic by looking at it through four lenses, ourselves, God, our people, and our community. They will then they will then give you a task to go forth with. Vaya con Dios. Welcome to the Jackie and Stacy show. I'm Stacy and I'm Jackie and we are talking about presents this month. Presents as in Santa Claus? Being, as in Santa Claus? <laughs> Sorry. More like birthday <laughs> presents, really. Oh, I mean, got it. Got so it, then it's just all about me. Okay, yeah. perfect. That'd be great. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so off task. What kind so of presents, Stacy? What kind of presents? Like being present. Ah. Like, like your brain is where your body is. <laughs> How's that? That's so good. Is that a good definition? Yeah. I, don't really know. I feel like I'm giving you your, the non exemplar of that right now. Okay. I'm trying yeah. to be present. We're trying, guys. Yep. But yep. you know what? Sometimes we're struggling in the topic in which we are discussing at the current moment. Dude. <laughs> Maybe oftentimes true. that's what we're doing. <laughs> this is really just therapy for you and me. We talk about this all the time. In fact, someone asked me recently, I think maybe it was even Mike. He's like, so how many people listen to your podcast these days? And I'm like, listen, I have no idea. It could be one person or 4 million. And I really don't care. <laughs> I mean, I, I have no idea because it's just for Stacey and me. I mean, it, that's not totally true. I do care about each of you individually as listeners. And I'm thrilled that you're here with us. But Absolutely. it's really not about that for us. So anyways, I I'm just so interrupty tonight. Go ahead, Stace. What do you got for yeah, us? <laughs> no, but I'm with you. I'm with you, Jackie. This is therapy for both of us. Yeah. That's, that's really our number one purpose. So it's already been done. The moment we turn it on, we're A, we're showing up. We're present. Yep. yep. And B, we're getting like free therapy from each other. That's so good. <laughs> I call that a win-win. <laughs> I call it a win-win because I'm oftentimes, even on this podcast, trying to describe and repeat stuff that I heard in my other therapy sessions that I pay for. So the actual, yeah, the actual expensive <laughs> ones. Seriously. Oh my gosh. And I know I've said this before too, is that it's like, um, the TV show home improvement at the end of each episode, Tim Allen, Tim, the tool man, Taylor yep. would go to the fence and his neighbor, Wilson. Mm-hmm. So I should be the wise one over the fence, I guess, theoretically. Totally. <laughs> I think roles are reversed here. No. He, you know, he just like would look over the fence and he would always give him some like real nugget of wisdom with whatever he was struggling with or going through. Right. And then Tim would go back in this house and his wife would be like, what was that all about? And he would like totally flub the whole thing and never repeat it back correctly. <laughs> I love it. So I mean, it much. helped him. So it didn't totally. really matter that he could repeat it to somebody else. And totally. That's that's exactly what happens in my life, everybody. I love it. It's so good. I come here to try to flub, repeat uh, brilliant things I have learned from other people. And, you know, that's all. And over time, hopefully, they sink in a little bit to our hearts and minds. And we change yeah. by tiny degrees over time. That's right. All we can hope for. That's it. Well, I interrupted yes, your introduction. So today, oh, But today yeah. we're talking about presence still, like showing up, being where we are, which is, of course, where we're always where we are, but <laughs> to be <laughs> mentally where we are, yeah, to be mentally involved and kind of paying attention. 
to what's going on where we are right now. And so this month we've been talking about it through our first episode, which was episode 39 of the season. Mm -hmm. Was talking about ourselves, which is always where we start. And then the second lens last week, episode 40 was about um, looking through the lens of faith. And so this week, Jackie's going to lead us through Mm. the lens of close relationship. So thanks, Jackie, because. Okay. (laughs) I know. I know this is the lens you love the most. And so Um, here here we are. I'm about to drop some serious wisdom. Are you ready? I'm super ready for it. Be present with your closest people. Boom. The end. The end. I mean, truly, I was thinking about this. I was like, okay, how do we have this conversation? Because obviously, like, we all know that that is super important. And so it seems silly to even, like, of course, that's important. So I was kind of thinking about how do we purchase differently? Or what are some nuances of this that we can talk about that would actually be relevant and helpful or maybe a little challenging for us? Mm. And so I think I'm going to start with a story and bear with me because I hope that I'll bring this around and it will become relevant. But um, so I'm going to tell this story in kind of in a a general way, supposed to protect the innocent. But I hope I hope that this lands for you. So um, I was at an event recently and there were um, a group of kids that were asked by an adult to do something that was like respectful and meaningful. And the kids were doing the thing that they were asked to do. And it, you know, it wasn't a super pleasant thing, but they were doing it. And one of the kids turns to an adult, the adult in charge and says, why do we have to do this when those other kids don't have to? And it was a valid question. I mean, this child was like legitimately wondering, you know, what's going on here? Why is this not, why are we doing it if they didn't do it? And the adult says, you ready? I'm ready. The adult says, well, because we're nice. That's her answer. Mm. And I see the, the child's face and I'm thinking to myself, huh, what's the story? Because, you know, we talk about this all the time, what we learned from Brene Brown, that we always have like a story or a narrative that's happening, even if we're unaware of it. Right. Um, And so what's the narrative though, that's being like being told for those, all mm -hmm. of those children that heard that response. Right. So the narrative was kind of like, well, I I don't know. What do you think? I actually, I'm going to throw it out to to you, Stace. What was the narrative? Do you, do you know what I'm getting at here? Well, I don't know. Am I being too general? What I hear there is like because we're better than them. Yes, yes, that is exactly what I was getting at. Because we're better than them, or in almost in some ways, like we'll show them, like some yeah. kind of a, you know. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I don't, I don't know this adult. I don't know if that was the intent. I don't know if that's the story that 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 adult's telling themselves. But it just made me wonder about the times that we tell ourselves stories or our children's stories or our spouse's stories or our closest people's stories that we're not even aware that we're telling. And Mm. so I was wondering in that moment, I just was getting curious as we like to do right about how that story could could have just been tweaked slightly to like, you know, because we're having integrity in this moment and integrity is doing the thing that we know we need to do even when other people aren't, right? And so just shifting that story a little bit 
I think would have been really powerful in that moment. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it made me start to wonder as I was thinking about being present with our closest people, what are the stories that we're telling ourselves about why either it's okay not to be present or about why people aren't present with us, our closest Mm -hmm. people. Are there stories that are happening that are hurting that, those relationships and those, and being present. And so I'll just get a little bit vulnerable with you about this. And I think I've talked a little bit about this in the last few weeks and other things, but sometimes I have trouble believing that people want me around Hmm. and even my closest people. And so sometimes the story I tell myself, and I guess that little story I just told a minute ago was to illustrate just that we have narratives, right? And so sometimes the narrative I have going on is, well, they don't really want me anyways, or I wouldn't really add anything to this situation, or they're better off without me. And, Mm -hmm. And then later I'm like, you know, sometimes when I'm like tuned in enough, to realize that that's a narrative I'm using. Maybe I'm excusing myself from being vulnerable or something. I don't totally know. Honestly, here I'm trying to self-analyze already, but (laughs) yeah, (laughs) but like I use that story to kind of like not show up sometimes. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. And so I'm just wondering if there's ways to kind of pay attention to the narratives that we have and, and use those narratives to shift how we do show up for the people closest in our lives. I don't know. Does that re- resonate with you at all? Well, it totally does. And what that kind of leads me to think is that it's sort of a fear that if, if I do totally show up and if I'm totally like open and present, like what if the, uh, there it's this fear thing yes. that we d- discuss sometimes is that when we open to other people, maybe they're not going to like what they see. Maybe they don't want me Dude, around or maybe exactly. they, you know, like if I really am fully invested, I got to hold back a little bit. And this is where I am in close relationships. I sometimes I don't hold back. I don't know. Sometimes I do hold back <laughs> totally, but I think what it's the bigger, the bigger, the risk, the more I hold back. If that makes any sense. Totally. So like, yeah, here, I'll share my personal life with anybody who will listen to our podcast because right. th- there's not really a lot of risk in it for me because I don't know. Anybody could listen. Right. Anybody at all. And, and we don't know if they're judging us or if they're like. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense really because like I could have a million judgments. <laughs> right. But we know. don't know about them. So they're not really real to us. Right. But for me, that's like less scary yes, me too. than 100%. in a close relationship with yep. someone I can see. And feel and somebody who could actually hurt me because if you guys are listening, I don't know. Could you even leave comments on the internet? I don't really know if you do, but I guess they're not bad or mean. They're probably when we have a million listeners, we'll get right. We'll start getting like hate mail and stuff. For sure, we will. For sure, I'm sure we have that to look forward to. Yeah. See. <laughs> um, but right now we're not quite there. So, um, because we just live in this bubble of our own personal therapy sessions exactly. that we'd broadcast to the internet. Um, 
I mean, I, like as we're talking about this too, like we do hope. I mean, we, at a very real level, we hope that this is anything that we say resonates with the people that are listening, right? And that they can, that you guys that are listening, they can like do the same thing, right? Have these conversations and spark like yes. thought and growth in your own life for sure. That's a huge part of why we do it too. So we joke about absolutely our own personal therapy, but you know, and it made me think too. I think I talked about this. I know I did recently on one of our podcasts. I just don't know which one, but, um, and probably every single one because I, whatever, it's just been a huge part of my life recently is that my, I, in fact, I didn't know I have my friend Carlene passed away, mm-hmm. um, about a week and a half ago, but this is the part I'm not sure if I talked about or not. So Stacey, you can help me remember, but I was really nervous to go see her when I first found out that she wasn't doing well because it came really quickly. Her cancer came back really quickly. And I was out of town when it happened and I came back into town and I found out that she was in hospice care. And I didn't know at that point whether she had a day left or a year or somewhere in between. Um, And I never really did know until she was gone. So it ended up being a few weeks. Um, But I knew that I wanted to go see her, but I was really nervous. Did I talk about this, Stace? You talked about it, but I don't know if it was in the podcast or if it was just with me or in our morning show. I was just so, so nervous. I didn't know. How do you walk into a relationship that it's been a pretty close one for a long time that's Based on, you know, I mean, we had a friendship based on parenting, based on we loved books, we were in a book club together, based on living on the same street, you know, all these relational things, of course. Mm-hmm. But now you're going to walk into a room with someone who cared deeply about who may be about to pass away. How do you hold that with respect and love and appropriately and not... I, I don't know. I, I just didn't know how to carry that truth right. into that moment with her in an appropriately holy way and an appropriately, um, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but it felt like a really big responsibility and I wanted to do it well. I wanted to honor the like relationship that we had that was based on other things. So I didn't want to like come in with this heaviness. Right. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't mm-hmm. want to ignore the, this fact that she was really, really sick and didn't have long. And so I felt terrified that I was going to mess that up, you know, like yep. make it an appropriate joke or be too serious. Or mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. didn't know I've never had to be in that situation before. And um, so, but I prayed about it and I, just decided I was going to be honest with her and, and love her and listen and hold her hand and hug her. And, and so I did it and I, and I got to see her twice in the, those few weeks before she passed. And I'm so grateful. I faced those fears that really in a lot of ways were unfounded because they both, both the times I saw her, it was really, it was wonderful. And she was wonderful. Um, and I'm really, really glad I did it. So are you saying that your experience in, you talk about close relationships and being present. And we've talked before about like, you know, being present with our kids or our families or in more lighthearted times of just like putting our phones down and being present. Right. But now we're talking about, you know, like, what about these, what about the heavy moments? With right. And what about pe- sitting by people who are experiencing trauma and grief and just the, the heavy stuff of life too? Yeah. Right. So we're talking about that. And in both scenarios, what I think we've 
talked about over these years on the podcast and in like our grief, which if anyone's interested in listening to that, that was the first topic of our year Yeah, in, in this season three. Um, so back in January of 2021, and a lot of those conversations revolved around just showing up. You're right. Being with, um, sitting with someone. And cause there's no, there's no, if there's probably wrong ways, but there's, you know, when we, when we show up honestly and openly mm. with our people whom we love, then we figure it out. Yep. We, we show up open and, you know, we, um, I think that it's received well, just, just being there. Right. Yeah. There's, there's no right words. There's nothing you can say to take away their thing. You know, whatever it is, you know, death in the family, illness, sickness, like you sat with her so beautifully. Um, you know, people who sat with me as I'm going to be divorced, they don't just go, oh, Hey, how's it going? And just kind of avoid the topic. Right. Um, but look at you and just be like, I love you. And I'm sorry that you're dealing with this and I'm here. I'm just here yeah. with you. Yeah. The most beautiful thing that I can hear. So good. Um, and, you know, I think that's these two sides, right? Like how do we show up with people like on this monotony of life, the right. daily, all the daily stuff, you know, we've got these two things that we're kind of looking at. Um, yeah. And, and you, you just, you demonstrate that so beautifully, Jackie, because I think we all are concerned about those things. Right. We're, yeah. we're all concerned. Like, what if I do it wrong? Right. What if right. I say the wrong thing? And I will and I tell guess... you, I have done that before. Ugh. I have done that and said like some, oh God, you guys, it's like one of the biggest things that keeps me up at night throughout my life. And probably this person's not listening to our podcast because they don't want to hear anything I ever have to say ever again. But there was like a grief moment. There was a death in a family and I was there and I didn't know what to do. I was like, wanting to be with these people and like help them and everything I said, I was, I said something so stupid and oh. weird and like, it was off color, but it was like, I tried to make a joke, but it was like, not like the words came out all weird. I don't know. You guys, oh. it was the most terrible in a moment that was the most terrible for those people. And I said something and I was just like, what the hell did I just say? Oh, and I did man. do the worst thing on the planet, you guys. Yep. Yeah. I said the stupidest thing. I was like trying to make a joke and it came off just like, oh, and it just, it still makes me feel like I'm going to throw up thinking about it because I'm so devastated that I would like, but maybe they tell it as a joke around their family. I mean, but the truth is helpful for them too, is you have to remember in the context of who you are in the bigger picture, right? Anyone I think is going to give you grace in those moments and realize it's just an Mm. awkward situation and that that's not who you are. I think so anyway. I hope so. Um, I hope that's true and that they just knew that my brain wasn't working and my mouth wasn't working, but that I was just there to try to be an, a support even though I was being totally. super weird oh man I feel like I can totally relate to that I can't think of a specific time because I tend to block those things out of my memory but yeah I, I would I like to block it from my memory but it I comes up pops up every yeah feeling oh. like I know that so okay well what about this can you think of a time Stace when some pe- somebody close to you showed up you've told a story before 
um, what I think it was in our grief, our, our series on grief, but um, when someone showed up for you and it was super meaningful, someone was just present in a time. That oh was my really gosh. Meaningful. I've told you guys so many times. Yeah. I mean, especially over this past year has been yeah. totally um, weird and traumatic and just different for me, yeah. changing everything about my life and people. I mean, I think I've told you guys my, I had to sell my house. And, and so I had only lived there for like a year and a little over a year and a couple of months. Yeah. And I was like, I can't afford this house by myself. And I, I just have to get out. I was just like, it, it, I don't want the stress of having this house. Um, but then I, it, I, it was like, okay, let's list this house. And so 10 friends showed up and helped me move, clean the whole house top to bottom, move things out, get rid of stuff, arrange things. So it looked like, um, it could be sold, you know, Amazing. and it was so beautiful. That was just like, I was like, I need help. And, you know, they just showed up and that so was good. Yeah. Asking for the help and they just came and did it. And, um, so many of those same friends were, you know, we're, our topic is presence. Right. And it was just being there. Right. Being there and listening to me. And, um, I know I've told many times how I have, you know, been on a ball crying on the floor and been able to call out to some friends. And I, I had to do that actually last week, right Mm. after, um, I don't know. I just, I had a terrible day and was really believing things that were um not true from the pit of hell that's right not true or whatever in my head that's what was going on right in my head was these things and it was that I was a terrible parent and then I was um selfish and I was believing these things and I called for help I asked for help and um I had a few friends that just listened to me and you know, affirmed me and just, just, you know, were there for me. And I've done that a lot. I've done that a lot of times. So. Um, So good. That's what I think one of your strengths, Stace, is being willing to ask for help when you need it, because the truth is it's like kind of one of those paradigm shifters. Like if you, people think, oh, it's selfish or people don't want to help, but in reality, it's a, it's a connection. It's a point of connection. People actually want to be asked to help and they want to show up for you. So I remember someone said that to me once, like I I said, Oh, I don't want to ask for that. And they, this was years ago. I mean, I was like 25 or something. I was just a baby. And they said, well, don't rob, Mm -hmm. don't rob those people of that blessing. And I was like, gosh, so true. It's a blessing to me whenever I can show up for someone else. So why wouldn't the same be true the other direction? I don't know. Right. Um, Well, when I think about it that way, I think when have I, when has anybody called me and I mean, it's kind of like when you showed up there for your friend and for Carlene, you know, it's like, when have any of us who are listening right now, when has anybody ever called you and asked you for help and you were like, "Mm, nah, (laughs) I mean, maybe there was that time with that one weird person that said something weird to you at a family funeral like me that you didn't want to (laughs) help. But in general, we like to be asked. (laughs) But in general, in fact, you know, oh my god, your close friend calls you and asks you for something, you know, it feels absolutely. like an honor. It feels, it like feels, an honor. it feels like an honor, Jackie. Yeah. That is the right way to phrase it. It really does. You know, a couple of my friends and I were talking about 
this may be repetitive too, but you know what else? That's how, <laughs> that's how I roll. And um, that we need to like sit down and write out, like if I'm ever on my deathbed and, and sick or whatever, here's what I want. Like, hmm. I want you to come and like climb in bed with me and like ignore my protests that I don't want anyone or bring me meals or don't bring me meals or, you know, like what do you really authentically want? Because it's so hard to know in those moments, like, you know, right. our, our, you know, and so it, maybe we can do that for our people, like actually think it ahead of time. What would you want? I don't know. Maybe that's unrealistic, but that's well, I think Jackie, that's super realistic. And I think that should be our via con Dios. It should be a twofold. Okay. Be thinking about what you want, how you want people to be present for you. Yeah, that's good. Because honestly, if you don't know, then how can you even ask for, how can we get stuff that we don't know? And how can they know if you don't even and know? How can they right? know? They I should read our it. minds. That's right. How. Of course, if you're my real friend, you would already know. You would know and you would just you loved me, you'd already know. No, man, I don't think that way at all anymore. I think no, I not used true. to, but no, not no, true. no, no, big old lie. Okay, good. I love that as a Dios. Yes, let's do it. Okay, so say it again in a in a beautiful way that you put things oh, or can write it down. <laughs> Twofold. Um, One. Well, I think. Well, wait, what's the twofold part? So well, th- know so what you how- go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Know what you want, right? How you yep. want people to show up for you. And then the twofold part is ask for it. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> ask for something this week. Ask, ask someone to just it. be present with you. Or if someone asks you, you know, be present for them. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and if you presence. want us to, if you want Jackie or, or myself to be present for you, just t- call us or send us a message. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. We would consider it an honor. We would consider it an honor. That's so <laughs> true. It is true. It is true. Oh my gosh. Because really stuff. what an honor. Don't you feel like it was such an honor to be there for Carlene? I mean, that's what I hear about. I hear. Oh your- my gosh. I cannot even, I don't, I don't even feel like I was there for her. I feel like, I feel just that that was sacred time. That was sacred time with her for sure. Yep. Wouldn't trade it for anything. Mm. Yep. And on a different topic, if you guys Mm -hmm. are listening and you haven't tuned into our Wednesday morning, morning shows. Oh yeah. We didn't really talk about it yet. No. Yeah. We've been doing a morning show on Wednesday mornings, seven, around seven ish. Between seven and seven fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. It's a quick morning show. Pacific Standard Time, of course. Um, I mean, not of course, but of course. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And we would love to have you join us. We just, we talk a little bit about whatever our topic is, but we mostly just chat and get our day started. And it's super fun. So join us for that if you're ever on Facebook or Instagram on a seven o'clock on a Wednesday morning. (laughs) That's right. While you're brushing your teeth or something. That's right. You can be present with us. Absolutely. We'd love it. Yes, we would. Well, thanks for tuning in, you guys. Can't wait to talk to you next time about presence in our community. That'll be fun. All right. Bye, con Dios.